Hey, welcome to the Market Adventures podcast. This is your host, Alex, here again with more stock market education for you. Learning from your mistakes can be very rewarding, but what's better, you ask? Learning from someone else's. That's why I'm here. When we get into this episode, you'll hear when the best opportunities to buy and sell stocks happen. We'll jump right in after we talk about Anchor, our number one sponsor. Now, this is going to sound super simple, so don't be upset with me because of its simplicity. But the best time to sell is after reaction to an unknown factor. An example of this would be what happened with COVID. Right? The reaction to COVID, the disease itself, was small. But the unknown factor that led to the smash was the concern as to what happens when the whole world shuts down, Right? Why do we have emergency rate cuts? What's going to happen when you introduce artificial demand destruction on a global scale? And how long will all of this last? Then, I guess, after that, you're looking at the death counts because when it finally started hitting the U.S., you're looking at, okay, well, is COVID deadly? Okay, well, how deadly is it? Right, so more questions uh, came up. The more questions came up, the more uncertainty there was, the more the market felt the pain. But as more questions got answered, the markets had less unknowns and was now free to go up. Hence why we had a V-shaped recovery, right? The questions got answered. And after that, it was, okay, well, stocks are really cheap. Let's buy them, right? Now that we're not scared of what's to come next, we already know what is the the plan for the future, and we've already been through what could be conceivably the worst uh, possible thing. Let's start buying these cheap stocks. So we got a V-shaped recovery. We're seeing the same kind of thing now with the Russia-Ukraine situation, right? As more questions get answered as to the the uh, the length at which Russia is willing to go to get Ukraine with the violence, um the length at which U.S. is willing to get involved and to what extent um, does it affect American businesses, right? We see businesses pulling out of Russia and closing down their shops and services in Russia. Um, but how much is it really affecting the bottom line? Uh, and investors are now finding a reason to buy once they see some cheapness in the stocks because we've fallen quite a bit given the situation but now that a lot of those questions are answered, right, you know, um, Putin is pulling back out of Kiev, uh, even though they're still fighting, but the U.S. doesn't seem to get involved more than just sanctions. They already removed uh, Russia from SWIFT, which was something that we were worried about. Now they're not worried because it already happened. Bank exposure is limited, and Russia is not defaulting on payments. So, like, there's, there really isn't a great deal to be worried about when it, in regards to the Russia-Ukraine situation specifically, unless something drastic happens. The next unknown that could come up is the uh, Fed, right, which we have a Fed meeting this, or uh, Fed minutes release this week. The question being, right, how does a Fed fight inflation facing a flattening yield curve, right? We had a flattening yield curve um, months before we got COVID, which you can quote-unquote say is a coincidence, but nothing's real a coincidence. We had a flattening yield curve, and the market crashed, right? It just so happened that COVID was there, right? 
uh, uh, inverting yield curves are a sign, quote unquote, for a uh, incoming recession a few months down the line. So we have a flattened yield curve. We have crazy high inflation. We have um, we have supply chain issues. We have commodity issues. We have a war. We have slowing growth both here and abroad. Right, China's growth is slowing, which is one of the mo- one of the fastest growing economies ever. Our growth is slowing, as is apparent in our numbers, and we still have global tensions. All of these things are still looming over the market, a lot of which investors have ignored, but now that we have the Fed minutes and now we have inflation, the yield curve, and we're worried about, okay, maybe they may raise rates even faster now, there are some uncertainties that may or may not get answered this week when we get the Fed minutes released. So there are some unknowns. And what you've seen since that, there was an unknown, we dropped. We've since bounced up quite a bit because the unknowns are now gone. What other unknowns are going to show up and how quickly will we get the answers? And that will essentially determine how fast we can bounce back and start pushing towards new highs. Now, the key is once you identify the unknown is to wait for a reaction, right? We've already had a reaction in both directions. You could act prematurely. Let's say you expect that you know the Fed minutes are going to be horrible and you want to jump in on the downside. Well, yeah, the profits might be larger if you're early, but it's better to be late and confirm that a move is happening than to be early and wrong, right? The key is to ride the emotions of other people, not enter with emotions yourself, right? So when the unknown presents itself, wait for the reaction to get in, right? Like a wave, right? You paddle all the way out in the sea. But you sit on your board and you wait for the water to come in before you get up. So now that we've looked at, okay, that's the best time to sell, right? What's the best time to buy? Well, given the best time to sell, right, when things, you know, when we notice things are coming down, the best time to buy is after an unknown becomes known, right? Just like COVID. Okay, you find out that it's a respiratory disease, but it's not 100% lethal. Okay, you find out that it's more lethal in older adults and less in younger people. Okay, so we have a vaccine coming. Okay, even when people get it, it's not, you know, it's this much time in the hospital. Now we have overcrowded hospitals. Now hospitals aren't be as crowded. Oh, there's a way to test for it. Quarantining is is, uh, very effective against it. More things got answered, the less people were worried about COVID itself, right? So now that an unknown becomes known, that becomes bullish. Look at the Evergrande crisis, right? The Chinese uh, real estate developer, mega billion dollar um, corporation. When this mega developer got into financial troubles, the world was worried that a drawdown would happen um, in individual economies due to just exposure, right? Major bank and large investor exposure to this company that is failing. And the question is, okay, well, shit, who's involved, right? What banks are uh, impact going to be impacted by this. Okay, what if they default on their debt obligations? What if China actually doesn't help them and China lets them fail? Or is China going to bail them out? Questions. And what happened? The market took a small dip. But not long after, the market found itself back approaching new highs. Why? Because the unknown became known, right? There wasn't a, there wasn't a lot of major bank, U.S. banks involvement. Um, they were able to make some of the debt payments, and it just wasn't as bad as it potentially could have been. It could have been horrible, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been. So it got shrugged off. The majority of investors are op- optimistic. Remember, 
people want the market to go up. It makes more logical sense to make money when things go up across the board. So when f- the fear of the unknown is satisfied and the known is now there, prices tend to move naturally back up, which is where the market wants to go. So when you confirm buying on a chart after the unknown is revealed, once it's confirmed again by price action, chances increase that the prices will continue to move higher, right? See, super simple, right? Profit can always be found on the other end of group emotion. So when the group or the market reacts emotionally to unknown facts, that presents an opportunity for you to ride that emotional uh, fear down to a certain point and take the profit. And similarly, when that emotion dries up and goes away because now the unknown is known, markets tend to drift back up in the direction it feels most comfortable, which is up. So you just dump the dump, get off on the low side and ride the upside back up where it wants to go. So and I hope that helps. And hopefully we might have one of those things happening now, right? We dropped down quite a bit. And it looks like we want to go back up, right? We've bounced quite a bit. So we will see if the unknown is no longer present and that selling has dried up and the emotions have calmed down regarding the war and regarding all those other things. Will we drift back up? And I guess we'll just have to wait and see, right? I hope this helps. And again, I hope this idealist philosophy remains true because I hope that you test its validity, right? You go back and look at the charts and look back in time and see, was I right? Am I right about this? And I I know that I am, um, but I just hope that I continue to be right on this type of philosophy as you listen to this episode because I do want it to serve you um, should you go looking for profits using those types of strategies. Anyway, that's it for this episode. So if you like the content, remember to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts for the show and not or and share to your favorite social media so we can continue to grow as a community until we speak next time remember as you've been searching for answers to life's financial challenges don't seek security seek adventure (laughs) 